Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Easy. Easy. Easy, easy sports desk cross. With our roving reporter, Logan Swinkles. <laughs> well, I was roving, was it yesterday? No, the day before, I literally went outside the building, took the microphone, inspected the puddles. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how I went for radio, but uh, it was, you know, it was fun. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on on the sports desk. One really cool thing. Uh, it's it's Christmas Day for golf fans. Uh, I almost called you Smithy. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll let you do that twice an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is Christmas Day for golf fans. You, you know why? Because Full Swing, the series that tracked probably the most craziest year in professional golf, lands on Netflix today. I'm not sure what time yet. I imagine in previous when the Michael Jordan series came out. Uh, the last dance. I think it released sort of about 7 p.m. New Zealand time. So good watching tonight. But uh, here's a little taster. Every year, all these guys fight for their career. If you're going to be a professional golfer, you have to accept the fact that it's just going to be a wild ride. You don't know what's going to happen. I might win 50 more times in my career. I might win zero. Like, that's just the reality. The PGA Tour consists of almost 50 tournaments a year. You win tournaments... You can make millions. You lose, you walk away with nothing. I'm gonna punch you in your ribs. You told me on Tuesday you're gonna make a million dollars. You picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. (laughs) The highs are really high and the lows are really low and live somewhere towards that top. You have a pretty phenomenal career. Our first couple years together, he was winning left and right, but I do worry about the future. You win two majors of your first eight tries. I want them all. You want to win a major, you got to have faith and trust in all parts of your game. I would tell anyone that would listen that I was going to be the best golfer in the world. That's all I want, just win. It's win or go home. There is a power struggle going on in golf. You've got this existential threat to the game of golf in the Saudi-backed league called Live Golf. They're throwing astronomical money at people, and everything's got a price, I guess. I understand I'm going to get shit for it, and I'm totally cool with that. Straight up, are you going to live? The PGA Tour is the best place to play golf, but the game needs to be pushed forward. It's competition at the end of the day. They want to step on my throat, I want to step on theirs. Don't worry about me, you just play your game, man. Oh, I'm first staff. There's stuff in that trailer right at the end that I cannot hear. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Colin Murakawa, Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Ian Poulter, one of the more famous defectors to live golf, Rory McIlroy, one of the biggest defenders, probably the biggest defender of the PGA Tour, Dustin Johnson, Tony Finau. Oh, what a cast. There's more than that. I wish Cameron Smith was on it so badly, but it's going to be such a great watch. It's um, it's going to do for golf what Drive to Survive did for Formula One. He's hoping. Yeah, well, I absolutely think it will. Um, we saw it with Breakpoint with um, the tennis one as well. Um, and just, it can change opinions on people. I think it did for Nick Kyrgios. You could see him off the court because all we'd ever seen of Nick Kyrgios was on the court and his antics. When mm. you got to see him away with his crew, with his girlfriend, and that, he's actually just a normal sort of bloke that <laughs> gets white line fever, you know, like John McEnroe used to. Golf. One, one of the best sports books I've ever read is called A, a Good Walk Spoiled, and it was 
behind the scenes of the PGA Tour through the eyes of caddies and golfers. And it's a long time. It's an old book. You know, it was in the days of Freddie Couples on the PGA Tour, etc., who's now entrenched on the Seniors Tour. But lifting the lid on something you never see, like we have watched as sports fans a truckload of hours of golf, you know, the Masters, the Majors, the PGA Tour, uh, Foxy on the DP World Tour, um, Stephen Elker, but we only see inside the ropes. Mm. Now we're going to see behind the ropes, and it will be fascinating. And I've just checked on Netflix. It's there. It's not released yet. It says coming Wednesday. It's Wednesday. (laughs) Um, And there's a couple of little trailers on there ready to go, so I've set it as a reminder so if it goes off during the show saying it's here, I'll let you know, Logan. But <laughs> I'll be watching that tonight. Yeah, that's me tonight as well. Uh, also exciting news, we've been following the situation uh, across the ditch with the NRL, NRLW, the Players Association, the collective bargaining agreement, wondering if lockouts and stuff are going to happen. We still don't know on that, but what we do know is that there has been an agreement with the women's players, long time coming, Uh one of SCN's very own, Jalissa Apps, has the details from Nine News. After months of negotiations, the NRL and the Players Association have finally settled on financial terms for the NRLW. For the first time, female players will be contracted for the entire year and just like the men will be able to sign multi-year contracts. The salary cap will go up from 350000 in 2022 to 900000 this season, jumping to $1.5 million by 2027. There will also be support for pregnant players and parents. Um, what we're also making sure that we prioritise in the women's agreement is their ability to secure employment outside of just having a uh, NRLW contract. So some good steps there, Steph, in terms of the salary cap. They're looking at an average, this is in Australian dollars, uh, 37.5 per player. Uh, and when it goes up to that more $1.5 million in 2027, they're looking at 62500 So getting closer, uh, I think there's still quite a gap there. But, I mean, you know, same thing happened to the AFLW, right? You have to start somewhere and mm. grow and build on that. So great f- step there for the NRLW. And now there's the potential that there's going to be expansion coming as early as 2025. A lot of teams interested to get two more teams in there. Of course, uh, the Warriors, Wahini, would be high on that agenda, I would imagine. Very much so. Very, very much so. And, I, and I'm pleased for NRLW. Like, it wasn't all about money. Yes, the money's improved, but it's um, support, support for players' injuries, support through pregnancy, um, long-term contracts, multi-year contracts. So there was an easement by the NRL, which is just fantastic. And there's always that argument of you need a better product to bring more money in. Well, now they can afford to train more, have better players, the product will improve. It's uh, perpetual motion. I I think it's great.